Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. I'm super excited for today's guest. It is Peyton from the blog Hustle and Halcyon. She is probably the coolest girl I know. She's also a fellow Texan living in LA, so love that. Texas forever. But what I love the most about Peyton is that she's so raw and so herself. She's really not trying to be anything else besides herself, and it really just shows through and literally literally everything that she does. We're going to be talking a lot about making blogging a full-time thing, living in LA, some fitness tips, and a lot of working from home tips. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get started. All right, guys, I'm here with Peyton, my favorite blogger and also my favorite (laughs) Texas gal living in LA. Gotta stick together. I know, I know. Peyton and I met because I stalked her online, I think. (laughs) I think I I found her Instagram or something. How did that happen? Okay, because I, I think I was equally stalking. I don't think that you were really? stalking me. Okay. That makes me feel better. I think someone shared your profile with me. So, yeah, someone did. No, yeah. someone told me about you. I don't know. There was something. Okay. There was a middleman here. There was a, But I don't think it was someone I knew. Mm-hmm. I think it was just someone online. Yeah, They were probably. like, she's from Texas, and you guys are both like obnoxious about being from Texas <laughs> or something. Actually, and then, oh, I remember now. It's okay, all coming what? back to yeah, me. What? So I was looking up. Because I wanted, like, cool Texas clothing that mm-hmm. wasn't, like, you know, the whatever, yeah. Yankee doodle, yeah, of course. whatever. <laughs> so I looked it up, and you had, I think you had a post with a company or something like yeah. that. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this isn't that Peyton girl. Then I followed you on Instagram, and then I definitely sent into your DMs, I think. And then we got Alfred, and I'm drinking Alfred. Well, I'm not <laughs> drinking Alfred right now because it makes noise, but I have yeah. Alfred with me. <laughs> the rest is history. The rest is history, and here we are. I know. And then... We run into each other at cool things, like Mm -hmm. in New York and at Coachella. It was meant to be for Fashion Week. Yeah, of course. Peyton is different from most bloggers in the sense of like you have a strong personality through a blog. And a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. And you, you have a personality and it's very funny. People don't even really blog anymore. Like they don't write anything online. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know. No one's, no one's honing in on that skill anymore yeah it's kind of sad because i love it i know you're very good at it (laughs) well thank you 
Okay, let's start off with a little bit of Hot Seat. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with this game? <clears throat> no. Okay, so Hot Seat is my favorite game in the world. I play okay. it with literally everyone just in my normal life. All but right. um, basically, I just ask me questions. You're on the hot seat and you answer them. Like, it's, okay. n- it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> I asked this one because I know it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> what is your most embarrassing college memory? She went to A&M, by the oh way. Oh, my God. There are so many. I think there are some that I probably can't say. <laughs> yeah, like, like maybe a more like. A more like not. Yeah. Yeah. Not like um, X-rated. Probably, I mean, this happened multiple times, but like falling off of surfaces in front of people, <laughs> just being an idiot, you know, like that's really embarrassing every single time that happens. So I don't know that it there's doesn't get one less time. Embarrassing. No. Oh my God. Actually, there's one time that I, um, this was more embarrassing the day after, but I went to Texas A&M and yeah. we have a place called like Northgate when you yeah. go out. Okay. So I fell, I was running because there was like a cute boy at this bar that I was going to (laughs) and I was running to it because I was excited and um, I fell just completely, me and my friend collided and fell on the ground in front of these cops or like these paramedics. Thank God though, in front of the paramedics. I turn around and get up and my, I had an old cheerleading injury from being hit in the face on my like eyebrow. My brow had been like stitched together basically, and it opened and it like broke and like I was bleeding all from the face, but I couldn't feel it because I was tipsy. Yeah. yeah. And I was drunk. I was not tipsy. (laughs) But I um they like stitched me up because they like grabbed me and were like you're bleeding from the face and then. I still try to go to the bar and like enter the bar with my face like that. And I found out the next day I was like, oh my God, that is the scariest, like just kind of trashiest thing ever. No, that's, <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing. That's very Just off funny. the top of my head. That's the one I can think of. Just one of you. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, okay. Would you consider yourself? I know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself to be a single or a relationship type of girl? Single forever. <laughs> I thrive when I'm single. Even when I'm in a relationship, I act single, which is like not in the ter- not in the terms of like keeping my eyes open for other yeah. dudes, but like I just forget that I have to like account for someone else. Yeah, like yeah. put them in my life on a daily basis. Yeah, it's so hard. You forget to like text them back, reply, yeah. see them, and like care about what they're doing, which yeah. I do. It's not hard if you care about someone to care about what they're doing, but also it's like I'm so selfish. It's just hard. It's so a, hard. It's a lot, honestly. <laughs> okay, last movie to make you cry. Do you cry? Yes. Okay. I've on like I've weirdly started crying in movies a lot. Okay. Um, the last movie. I recently just watched something that made me cry. Um, oh, uh, I watched The Black Klansman. Have you seen that? No. So it's that movie where the the guy, the black guy from, he's like on the on the police force. He infiltrates okay. the KKK as a black guy, and they like the KKK <laughs> thinks he's white because it's over the phone. Oh. And they send in like a white guy to do like his. Um, I need to see this. It's so funny, and like the main actor in it has the greatest comedic timing. And I don't know his name, but I'm okay. obsessed with him. Anyways, at the end, it kind of goes through all of like, it's more like culturally relevant at the end, where it brings up back all the stuff that happened in 2017 and 2018, yeah. and it goes over that time when that that woman was killed because the car went through one of. Um, the riot not not a oh, riot, like yes, one of the strikes yes. or whatever that was um or one of the marches and they were like kind of like it was like in memory of her and mm-hmm. i started bawling crying at that the end of this really, movie yeah. <laughs> yeah it was really funny but it ended like everyone was silent in the whole theater because wow. it was just like oh crap i like, need to see that that sounds really good mm-hmm. you should it's it's a really good funny movie but also like very culturally relevant yeah that's very cool mm-hmm. okay tell us 
a little bit about your blogging career. Like, how did you start? When did you start? Okay. So I started in college. I was pre-law in school because obviously in Texas, it's not like there's a bunch of fashion bloggers running around everywhere, you know? Like, recently there are. Now, but But, yeah. yeah. So I was in college. Um, I wanted to see what the fashion world was like, but I didn't think it was, like, a legitimate thing to get into because, again, everyone, like, my family's in, like, they're in the military or everyone does engineering and, you know, whatever. It's, like, Texas oil or whatever. Yeah, all of that. So... Anyways, I tried to get an internship out here in L.A., and I realized that I needed something on my resume that wasn't, like, I'm going to, like, this big state Texas college for political science. (laughs) So I started looking – I made a blog, and I was just having it as, like, a running resume of sorts so I could show that I could take traffic from, like, social media and drive it to a website Mm -hmm. um, because I knew that fashion companies were looking for that. So – I got an internship with For Love and Lemons out here when I was a junior in college. Moved out, stayed here for like eight months. <laughs> I didn't ever, I didn't want, didn't want to leave at all. Um, and did you take a semester off? No, I was just ahead. Okay. And um, I just took a ton of hours. So, I my internship counted as credit, gotcha. and then I took like an online class. Um, came out here, and I just like noticed people doing the blogging thing for money, and. I, right when I came out here is when brands started reaching out being like, Hey, we want to send you this free thing. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you learn as you go, like you can charge people for that and you get bigger and bigger. You're definitely being taken advantage of at that point. But at first it's super exciting. It is so cool. And it's an opportunity to like work with brands and show that you can do that. So started doing that and then went back to school and got serious about it. Like when I moved out here two years ago. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I always want to say that you interned at, like, show me your, like, anything yeah. besides for Love and Lemons. Like, I know <laughs> that it was for Love and Lemons, but I just get so confused. I love them still to this day. They're my favorite. Big fan. Something, like, I said this earlier, but something that's so different about you is that you have, like, such a strong personality mm-hmm. on your socials. And it's not just, like oh, she'll have, like, an occasional story where it's like, oh, she's funny, I forgot. Like, I feel like people go to you for way more than just, like, what you're wearing. A lot of it's, like, confidence or just whatever. Like, you just, you, like, show your personality. But how, like, how did you start doing that when it was just mostly through photos? Like, obviously, I know that you have, like, vlogs and stuff. Also, Uh love the vlogs. I'm a huge (laughs) fan. But, like, how did you start doing that through, like, more so just Just photos? Just imagery? Yeah. Honestly, because I... When I first started the blog, it was really blog heavy. So I was writing a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's how I showed my personality. And Instagram was like kind of a, an afterthought. Yeah. Things like that. Um, I don't know. I always just try to incorporate in the caption and stuff like that something that's interesting. Because I don't, my big thing is I don't like, I mean, to each his own. But it's not my my thing to be like, hey, come to my Instagram like how hot I am. Let's celebrate me. And then like, goodbye. Yeah. You know? Like, I feel like every post should be giving someone something, something at the very least like look at this cute outfit that you could also buy this is where you can buy it etc mm-hmm. um but i like to give something back to someone that's like looking at my page because yeah. like the coolest compliment you could ever receive is like oh you made me feel better about myself today or you made me feel like like i was gonna have a good day i mean yeah. so like these little things you know you can really do that on social media so that's what I want and that's like the goal yeah. I think with every single little thing you put out there you know oh, that's good 
but I'm happy that shows because sometimes no, you're just like, I hope people show. get it. <laughs> She's like even funnier in person. Too. I guess like some of the stories can't be posted online, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's so funny. Okay. When, when things started to like take off, like what, like what was it that kind of made things take off? Like, was it like a post that went like viral mm-hmm. or was it like kind of like slow and steady? Like what happened? I feel like it hasn't even taken off yet. I feel like this like summer I started getting a lot more work um obviously so I moved here in 2016 July of 2016 I started making a full-time salary um in like December okay so it took me some time um I was doing other odd jobs I was having my parents help me thank god for them yeah (laughs) um but I'd say for that to that point like making the full-time job status I was just slow and steady for months and months and I literally like didn't look up from a computer for six months like I just was trying to learn so much and figure it out but now I feel like I'm starting to have like expendable income things I can like I can focus on other things rather than just like oh no I need to pay my rent this month you know so I feel like it's kind of doing that now um I'm looking into management which is really hard to choose and I've been so like not wanting to do it for so long but um I think I found a good company for it and I like, I think that's going to be very helpful. Yes, it's so yeah, helpful. It like, changes the game. Really, though, I, like, just thinking about, like, creating content that I want, and that's all I have to worry about, yeah. I just, I can't even imagine what that life would be like. I was talking to one of my mentors the other day, and actually, I, you know what I thought about just now? Mm-hmm. Side note, I didn't ever really realize that people had interns until you were telling me about it. And yeah. so anyways, later, way later on, I finally, like, hired one on. And then I have a team that does, like, I have a team for, like, everything that I do now. Yeah. But I was talking about how now I feel so almost, like, free. Like, I feel so excited and so, like, so much more creative. I'm mm-hmm. way more creative than I've ever been because I have people who were doing things that was taking so much of my time and so much of my energy and that was like it's exhausting the business side of it and I love the business side of it but like you need people helping you well that know what they're doing like for me it was such a learning curve and like I have like I can research that for months but it would be easier to talk to someone who knows exactly what's going on right now and it's just like it's things go much more quickly if you Mm -hmm. hire out people that know what they're doing how i mean obviously like you're still technically on your own but how did you figure out like what to price Mm -hmm. your post at or like how to go to fashion week with a company or whatever like how did you how did you figure out the numbers for that because i just know especially in youtube i mean management is very quick to like try to pick you up but the amount of people that i know who were at like Five hundred thousand, and would literally be charging like eight hundred dollars for a post or yeah. something. Like really, not what they should like be. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh! Like, how did you? How did you figure it out? So I think it's really just talking and communicating with other bloggers. Like yeah. I figure out what they're making, and we kind of have like a little bit of a union because yes. we have a huge group of friends, and all of us have kind of banded together, which has been great in Los Angeles. Like. Yeah. I feel so at home here now because of my friends that Me I've too. made here. Right. Yep. And when you find a good group, they're just like everyone's doing something cool Mm -hmm. like so we all kind of talk and we 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 created really this union and you you know know whatever other girls are making you know what companies budgets are um and then a lot of my friends work with like at these companies too so they'll be real with me they'll be like hey like we've got a big budget for this or hey we got this you know yeah so um i just like being here and being around people and communicating with other people and asking like 
actually the questions and doing your research. Um, it takes, again, so much time though. Like yeah. I don't feel comfortable with my rates until, or I hadn't felt comfortable with my rates until like now. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I will not do that for X amount of money because that's a ridiculously low thing, yes. you know? No, I cannot tell you the amount of horror stories that I've heard. And I'm like, you have double my following and you're making a fourth of what I'm making mm-hmm. right now. Like, there's something that is wrong. <laughs> Not that your following really actually plays yeah, that strong I mean, into what you're... It does, but it's engagement mm-hmm. now. I mean, obviously... With brands that are smart, it's engagement. Some brands yeah. are still back on the following. And I'm like, oh my God, how is this person making X amount of money with... So dumb with, like... A trillion followers and two likes on every yeah, photo. What is so happening? Dumb. It's so Why so do you dumb. not notice this? I mean, good for the people who are I banking mean, off right? that, I guess, though. Get it when you can. Yeah, for real. Okay, so can you tell us about the first... Yeah, this is the first day that I met Peyton. We were at Alfred, and she was telling me... It's It made me fearless, yeah. right? So she was telling me all about this concept, and I feel like it's been brought to life lately. I've been seeing the it's Instagram coming, stories. I follow coming. the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell us about that. Okay, so a little backstory on this one. Um, I... Going through school, and this is not a, like sad fest on me or anything this is just like the background story of why I'm starting this but going through school um growing up I moved around a little bit my dad was a fighter pilot and we were you know all over the place and um I was like kind of a quiet kid and I was a model as a younger girl so Mm -hmm. I was like in and out of department stores just shooting and stuff like that and of course like when you're the new girl who's quiet and also a model no one likes you you know like no one it doesn't matter how nice you are no one likes you so um I just struggled with girls for my whole life like starting in middle school really bad um I moved to a new school and you know I just had you sit in the back of the bathroom and you eat in the bathroom by yourself because no one like is being nice to you and um through high school the girls were so terrible like just calling me while I was in eighth grade as like juniors in high school being like I heard you try and hook up with my boyfriend like all this stuff I'm literally like 14 I like, have never <laughs> even looked at a boy um you know sending me messages on MySpace telling me that like they're gonna ruin my life in high school to like actually being in high school and being like screamed at in the hallway that I was like a whore and all this stuff like consistently and I nothing I didn't I was just so like scared of everybody yeah. and it made me kind of cower and, and like fear of going and, and being around people that happened again in college so when it got time to be like when I was starting the blog basically I like gained some confidence in what I was doing because I was doing something that I loved every day and I wasn't making any money in college on this I was just yeah. writing and sharing my you know like recipes and things like that online little things that helped my life and I gained some confidence and um people made so much fun of me for this blog thing like they didn't get it they didn't know what I was doing they were so ruthless and behind my back in front of my face so around that time I was like you know what I don't care like I just don't care anymore Mm -hmm. like I've been through this before this is something that's worth it to me if they want to like you know speak about me badly whatever like I really don't care um so I started I just kind of ignored them and that was like the first time that I had kind of felt more empowered and been like I you know I've learned so much to this point of what I've gone through with all these idiots like I (laughs) this is worth it so um a little further down the line I had just had some friends who would have like siblings or like I've heard so many stories of these kids that get bullied really really bad in school and then they do terrible things to themselves or try to do terrible things to themselves and I did a lot of research and I was just kind of looking at various cases and they were very similar to mine 
where you're just very ostracized and just everyone knows that they can talk badly about you behind your back because everyone does it. Mm. Um, so anyways, I was wondering, like, how can you kind of, like, talk to the quote-unquote victims of this, like, directly? Because yeah. I think that a lot of anti-bullying things are just that. It's anti-bullying. And there's only so much you can do that's anti. I mean, we've been bullying each other in different forms for centuries. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just not... the very beginning Yeah, of it's not going to end. Um, and I don't like the idea of there's this, like, big bad bully and then there's this, like, tiny victim that we all need to save. Like, I, for me, saving yourself is, like, the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And you if that kind of stuff happens to you, it makes you better later. So like, have that not happened to me? I might've not started the blog and I might not be living in Los Angeles, literally might living my dream at 24, you know, having no boss, um, just being able to be completely free here. Um, it wouldn't have happened probably if I hadn't have done that. So the movement that I'm trying to start is called, it made me fearless. And it's essentially a grouping of stories from people, um, who maybe have gone through the same thing. And it's a place for people to come who are going through it now to be like, Hey, this happened to this really cool person who's doing this. Um, and now I feel better about myself today Mm -hmm. or something. And again, just like intersecting people on a daily basis and giving them something even small to like feel good about, you know? So I think it's, we're going to start with a website. I got the logo back. I finally bought the domain name. I was waiting on that forever. (laughs) Um, so we'll start with my story as a jumping off point and I'll get a little more detailed. Um, and then, just bring in other people that have stories. I'd love to do video. Um, Just get really cool that I started looking at like designing merch with like hoodies and stuff because the Mm -hmm. logo is so bomb. Like it's so cool and it looks like a street style brand. That's cool. It's so cool. So I just think like getting this like kind of positive vibe and band to get together to share these stories and then be like, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to learn from this and you're going to be a badass yeah. after if you let yourself like if you, you know, let yourself become fearless or whatever it is that you wanted to make you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, just being a creative in general, this happens to people who do anything that is not normal. Anyone. Anyone. It doesn't yeah. matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you are doing. Anyone who's not doing what everyone else is doing, it, like nine times out of ten gets attacked. Mm-hmm. I actually had a pretty supportive school with my YouTube, Mm -hmm. which was surprising. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It was, I'm sure people said things behind my back. I know that they did, but it wasn't, for the most part, people thought it was pretty cool, which these were in the days of people were still getting bullied. Like I had multiple friends who were in online high school. I had Mm -hmm. multiple friends who had just left or had to move away because of their bullying cases. So I was very lucky. But when I moved out here, it was my senior year. And so I'm, like, already living in L.A. I'm, like, paying for stuff. I'm, like, 17 doing... Like, it's, like, okay, are we still going to be acting like this is a joke? Like, So I'm out here. I All of a sudden, my phone is buzzing, like, nonstop. I'm getting calls from everyone. Like, I'm getting texts nonstop. And at my high school, for the most part, people were very nice. Like, they're just nice people. It kind of is, like, inherent. Like, Texas, for the most part, they're nice until they aren't. Yeah, at least on the outside. Yeah, at least on the outside. Like, there's always, there's, like, an inner demon. But Mm -hmm. um, everyone was pretty nice. And then I get all these calls one day, and it's my sister and, like, my best friends from home. And they're like, go on Twitter. You need to see this. So a little backstory. Mm -hmm. Our soccer team in our high school, they were pretty much always known as like the not nice girls like Mm -hmm. everyone else was nice in my school the people who were the most loved and the nicest people were the popular ones right but these girls like they were not 
they were popular because people didn't really like them like they were mean right so they were like the mean girls Classic. but they weren't like popular i don't know how to describe it I it's know, this I know weird exactly thing what you're yeah talking about. so like they yeah. didn't get to where they wanted to be but they were trying so anyways i'm getting all these calls i go on twitter and they make this video and it's also mind you like girls who are like two or three years younger than me too i'm like when what world do you think yeah. <laughs> like what usually they're older at yeah least. i like, mean there were there yeah. were girls that i knew who like sat with them I, I sat at lunch with like a few of them literally for like two years so i was like i mean i never really like they were not my favorite people ever yeah. i'm gonna be honest but i would never like it was i was never like mean-spirited towards them i was always nice whatever they make a video and they tweet it and it's a video and they're like hey guys what's up like fake vlogging and you can literally clearly hear them saying kenzie like hi i'm kenzie piper in the background which is my last name by the way if people don't know this <laughs> like you can hear them say my name and like the, a girl that i sat at lunch with that i knew is the one who said it like you can see it on video right and i was just like whatever like i had really not cared so i'm like guys yeah. don't even give this attention anyone who replied back who stood up for me which was the majority of it mm -hmm. got like double the likes on it i was yeah. like whatever like i just don't care i think i replied and i was like hey guys like not really sure because it just got out of hand i was like yeah. hey guys not really sure what's going on or like what i did to you but like good luck at the game go mhs or something yeah and so. i get this text later from the girl who i knew who was the one who said my name too mm -hmm. she's like oh my gosh hey kens like i just want you to let you know like that video was not about you like i love you i support you i think what you do is so awesome blah blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. and just like goes on it's a novel i didn't even read the whole thing i was like yeah. okay i was like you said my name i know it's about me honestly i don't care <laughs> wish you the best i'm not even angry I'm just you're good it. like i don't have time yeah i was like i just don't care i'm like whatever and then she replied again and i think i just didn't reply yeah. and like well wishes to her whatever but it's just like anytime you do anything else like i don't have like a bullying story mm -hmm. which is like rare for rare. what i do yeah so anytime like and anytime i think for me more in high school i just felt like really out of place mm -hmm. which people would never like anyone i've said this in videos and like then at my high school they'd be like are you kidding like how did she ever feel that way like i had a lot of friends like yeah. i did all the stuff whatever i did and the high school big personality. thing i feel like you yeah can be, you can like talk to anybody yeah you know i'm like I mean? i'm very loud so yeah, it's easy. it seems like you can be you yeah know, you, it seems like it'd be easy for you to feel in place but i think a lot of the time people like that yeah. are the ones that are like exhausted because yes. you're like i don't feel comfortable i would come home every day like my i would talk to my mom all the time she's like it just isn't for you and now looking back i wish that i would have just liked it more and like mm -hmm. made it better because i actually genuinely did like my high school time that i was there but yeah i don't know i think people also think that they can tell you how you feel and i was like i but i didn't feel that yeah. way when i was there you See, know i let people tell me who i was and how i felt about things and like just assume yes. things about me for so long and i played the little role because it was easier yeah until recently like i would say in the past couple of years i'm like wait a minute like no like i <laughs> i am not that person and i have something else to say etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. so i think for me my high school was a tiny private school yeah and amongst another a bunch of other tiny private schools and these are kids that have been going and hanging out together for their whole lives yeah. k through 12 um and so no one was really popular either it was just like there were the obvious people that like were made fun of or yeah. whatever um but i think it, this this whole thing is interesting because again everyone kind of has a story that yes. you know i think it's important that to show that everyone has had like fallen 
quote unquote victim to this. Yes. Um, but it's just how you change your perspective on how it's going to help you. And you kind of have to hype yourself up. Like when you're going through it and you know it's terrible, you have to just really hype yourself up. Like going yeah. to school every morning, I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. Like, I'm gonna do this. like in the very beginning of high school, at least I was so scared. Yeah. Um, but it, it taught me a lot. So that's kind of what I want to bring to the table is instead of like, Hey, let's go fight these bullies for you, which yeah. I do think there's a place for. I think it's more like, let's talk directly to the person that's going through it and be like, Hey, get it yeah. together, man. Like you're, they're not going to tell you what you are and what you aren't. And like, if they try, then that's fine. They told me that too. So like, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, just feel like they have a friend yeah. like on the inside, you know? No, I love that. I, had never really thought about the anti-bullying thing being talking to the bullies yeah like, that's genius it's how, always that how has no one done this and like, it's so like gray area too though because if you think about it like half the people that were bullied uh, to some extent and again hate the word bully i cannot say it enough yeah. i hate that word um i usually like refer to it as like social stress or something yeah. like that so not like physical bullying because yeah. that really is like an issue um but just making you feel like you're out of place and all of that stuff and i feel like like you were saying with creatives everyone has something that that happened to them like this like yeah. and again sharing your story is cathartic for them and it's nice for the other side to hear as well yeah you know have you received your like i call them like the annual facebook messages mm -hmm. from people who are like i'm so sorry like, have you <laughs> have you received these yet i've gotten I, a few not as many but i haven't gotten sorries i've gotten a lot of like girls I guess they just like forgot that they were terrible <laughs> yeah and again I don't harbor like any ill will towards them because I know how people are like yeah. if there's it's easier to follow a crowd you know what mm -hmm. I mean and so like if there's a bunch of girls talking badly about me and it's easier for them to do it in that moment then like I get it I wouldn't do that because that's just not like after being on the other side of it that's not the person I am like I yeah. will disrupt the crap out of anything to make sure that people aren't victimized we know whatever and i wouldn't yeah, say that sure. i'm like an angel at all i'm like i'm not an angel person i'm not like super super nice all the time but like that kind of stuff bothers me so i can see why people would go with the go with the flow a little more and like still you know mm -hmm. be a part of the group and talk badly about you and i think that a lot of those girls like forgot that they did it so they'll like dm me or like facebook me or like whatever text me out of the blue and be like hey like i'll be in la or hey like what do i do here hey like you're in houston i can't believe like let's get coffee and i'm just like i mean i'm obviously not interested in doing yeah. that but i'm not gonna be rude or like be mad at them yeah for and being human also you know? people i mean i'm not the same person i was five years ago and no. whatever people change yeah you know people change have you ever thought about the fact that the two i i think about this often mm -hmm. the two biggest cliches are people change and then people never change yes and like, i was actually about to say like there's some things you don't change ever like yeah. there, you have your like little fixtures of your personality i guess that's like brought in by your parents but yeah. for me it's always been honesty and inclusion with that's people how, that's my dad yeah. yeah so very much inclusive and very much like you know it takes a while to grow out of being really a selfish person and like only thinking of yourself but mm -hmm. like you know thinking about other people and how you can make their day a little better again yeah so it's just like if you focus on your little fixtures I feel like you can carry those with that throughout your whole life but then again there's times like in college I was a drunken mess and I wouldn't say that I'm <laughs> as much of a drunken mess anymore you know like yeah. that kind of stuff changes and you grow up but yeah. I feel like there's different fixtures of my personality at least that really haven't changed since I was three years old and including you know sure. with the blogging thing determination and like yeah. focus and like like ambition and like not backing down I think those are 
the things that don't change you know i agree okay so we both work from home Mm -hmm. how do you how do you do you love working from home or do you hate it i love it well okay if i have to get a lot of stuff done i either have to like clean my room and Mm -hmm. lock myself away or I, I do like going to work at like a coffee shop or something. Me too. Like I'm going to do that after Yeah, this. that's what I'm doing yeah. too. <laughs> I've got to focus. I love, I love working from home, but it got to the point where I was just kind of going crazy because this was at the time that I was doing school from home mm-hmm. as well, which now I'm not doing. So it makes it a lot easier. And I also have an office in my house now, which Ooh, nice. changed the game. You would love my office. You have to come see I it. Know. It's so I've cool. seen pictures of it. Yeah, there's a Mona Lisa painting yes. holding a Gucci bag in my <laughs> fireplace. It's so annoying. Um, no, but what are your, like, what are your best tips? Because working from home, it is the best thing in the entire world. It's so awesome. But it's also hard. Like, it is mm-hmm. it is very difficult. And then it goes from, like, it's for me personally, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I, I won't turn off because there's always something I could do. And I'm home and I work here. So, like, yeah. I could be working. I could literally work 24-7 and still be, like, happy. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't hate. I would end up going mm-hmm. crazy. But I'd be insane. I'd be I, insane. I did do that at one point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I know that I'd be insane because I've done it. But yeah. <laughs> I love working. So, like, I wouldn't notice is what more mm-hmm. what I mean. But I don't know. Like, the I feel like balance doesn't exist. So, it's not even, like, what's the healthy balance? But, like, to an extent, like, it does yeah. need to exist. Like, what what are some things that have, like, helped you working from home? So, in terms of, like, actually, like, getting work done and stuff like productivity, because yeah. some people really severely are, like, not, you know, wonderful at that portion, mm-hmm. I do clean my room and make sure it's all clean and perfect. And I, like, set it up. I have my little candle. Mm-hmm. I get my coffee. I'm, like, ready to go. I have my music on. Um, but in terms of, like, turning off lately, like I said, because I've reached a point now where I'm like okay I'm making enough money to live that I don't need to stress myself out mm-hmm. I do try to turn off so like yes. around the end of the work day um maybe like rather than like five more like 7 p.m yeah. like around dinner time I'll like turn my lights off I'll shut my laptop and anything I do beyond that time unless it's super urgent which a lot of the times I feel like everything is <laughs> um it's like more inspiration stuff so I'll yeah. try to like sit down and write physically like in a notebook or um I'll try to like look up you know I love my quotes and like reading other people's writing so I'll like look that stuff up and I try to turn off um another thing I do is I work out mostly every day and I haven't been able to this last week because of the revolve stuff and it's been back-to-back everything but like getting having a time to do that in my day and then I do the sauna or the steam room too most of the time that has been so helpful in working from home because I find that it like I leave, I do that, and then I come back and I'm more productive after. Oh, for sure. You know, and I got to turn off a little yeah. bit. And you don't have to leave your house necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it's just being able to leave in the morning. I find that makes such yeah. a big difference. Even if I'm not going to work out, even if I'm just running up to Alfred or something, yeah. like I, I postman at Alfred here to the, <laughs> to the studio, but like, I'm like, I don't need to postman. I can just go up. It's just, it's getting out of my house and then coming back in the morning. Something, it like tricks my brain. I don't know what it is. I used to go on walks a lot. Like before, because I live really close to my gym now. So I just pop in there and like, you know, it's really easy. But I used to walk to Alfred and Brentwood Uh every morning. Yeah. (laughs) I would like listen to a podcast, you know, walk to Alfred. And that was my time to like relax and like, you just I don't it makes me more grateful to be where I am. Because when you're in your house, I forget that like I'm living in Los Angeles. Like, this place is as amazing as you want it to be, you know, yeah. and you let it be for you. And so for me, getting outside and being, like, grateful for a second and, like, taking it in for a moment reminds me. And then I get 
home and I'm like, all right, I gotta go. Yeah. Gotta get back to work. It motivates me. Mm-hmm. Like just getting out. Also, that's a huge thing. Listening to other podcasts or reading other people's writing, like giving time to be inspired. Lily yeah. Singh's like a superwoman, huge YouTuber. And her book, she talks about, and like this is right up my alley because I'm so into planning and I'm so into working, but she will schedule in time to like get inspired. And she's like, it sounds crazy and it sounds like you can't schedule that in, but you can. And you, I started doing that. Yeah, too, yeah. It makes the biggest difference. And now, like I said earlier, like now with like a, the team getting like bigger, it's easier for me to like focus more on the creative stuff, which Dream. makes me, yeah. And Dream. I'm like, everything just gets bigger and better. Yeah. And I just, I, bigger and better. It's such a Texas <laughs> thing. <laughs> it is. No, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. Working from home is awesome. I love my routines. I think it's for a certain type of person, oh, though. Yeah, because no. like I'm, I've never been the type. I don't know. Like in college, even I was not the type that was like, all right, I need to take a bunch of Adderall and like make myself go yeah. to the library and do. It. Like I was just like, let me just do my work and I'll do it because I have to do it and then I'll, you know, yeah. turn off. It's a self discipline. Yeah, yeah, and you have again. I think a lot of the time, if you're obsessed with what you do, the problem isn't the productivity part. It's the yes. like not stopping part. Yeah, that's my problem. You know, like there's always more to learn, which mm-hmm. is fun, but also you're like, my eyes are bleeding staring at the screen for yeah, hours for hours and i haven't seen <laughs> another human, human in yeah. three days it's so bad so, it happens sometimes where like i leave my house and after days of like working and you know like when you first talk to someone after you've not talked to anybody in yes. a long time it's like scary to open your mouth yes. and you're like i do- like uh, hey, what's gonna uh, come uh, out <laughs> that's happened to me like one too many times that's kind of why i started leaving my house more because i'm like <laughs> i can't be doing that and losing all the social skills yeah yeah something my director like uh taught us like my director at school mm-hmm. spoke on last semester was also the idea of like productivity and efficiency and I'm such a like oh my gosh like productive love that like I yeah. thrive off of working and being productive that is like who Crossing I off to do list oh my gosh uh, I'm getting started nothing wow. better <laughs> nothing better than that but it was the idea of like okay instead of like I feel like oftentimes, like, when you're being productive, you can also just be kind of looking for things and, like, I don't know. I feel like you can just end up not doing busy work, but there, if you're focusing on, like, the efficiency of it, yeah. you can do a task that could have taken you five hours in an hour. Mm-hmm. And that has been something that has, like, really changed the game for me. Like, I yeah. turn my stuff up all the time. I take social media breaks all the time. Like, half of the time, Ugh. it's not me posting. Need like do it. It's, no, do it's the best thing ever. Okay. You just give it, like, my intern will, like, run it. And I do all the captions. Obviously, I take the photo. I edit it. I do everything. Yeah. Have her post it. And then if any, if obviously, there's, like, a reply or something, it's always me. But just being able to be off social media, mm-hmm. which is ironic because it's, like, what I do. Yeah. But just being able to be off, it's because I don't want to spend all my time scrolling on my Instagram. Like, the amount of time I downloaded an app to tell me, like, how much time I've I was spending on this. my phone. I know. What, is it? what was it? Oh, I can't remember the app. I'll, I'll send it to you. Dang it. I wish that I knew. But it literally, I mean, on average, it's four to six hours a day for anyone. And I was like, that is so crazy. I do not need to be on my phone that much. For like, anyone? Like, a person who doesn't work on the yeah, internet, too? Yeah. Oh I mean, I don't know. Obviously, ours are definitely yeah. higher. But... Yeah, I mean, on the app, at least, and, like, the research mm-hmm. that I've done, it says four to six hours. But you check your phone, on average, 250 times a day. Like, there's just so many things. And I'm like, this is literally taking over my life. Like, it wasn't good for my mental well-being, not because of, like, looking at other people's lives. 
that's never really been my biggest issue issue it's really never bothered me like that's awesome happy for them it was just the fact that i was on my phone i'm like i could be working like i'm wasting my time Mm -hmm. or i could be like spending time with a friend or whatever something like bigger picture yeah doing rather than like the monotonous yeah like looking at instagram stories or whatever i have easy to get it's easy oh for sure i have a lot of people's stories muted too not because i don't like them i have yours on obviously i love yours (laughs) (laughs) i like have your notifications on but i do have a lot of people muted not I, I anything too. yeah not anything bad it's just like this is another like if i w- want to see a story i want to see a story yeah. i don't want to like scroll well, through all of these that's what i was about to say when i post or do anything like i post at certain times of the day i know i need to post post it i'll scroll through because i know the top scrolls are going to be people like that i yeah. that i actually converse with on the internet yes. and then i don't need to scroll anymore yeah because like i'm not interested and i like there are some people that i do have like favorited or whatever you get notifications yeah that like inspire me but to be honest most people don't because i don't i just don't there's like so many people that put so much out there that i just don't get anything from and i'm like yes. this is just like a picture of you with an emoji yeah and i think you look beautiful but also like so is everyone else yeah. <laughs> like give me something that's gonna make me a little bit happy right now so yeah. everyone that i like mute everyone that i like literally get nothing from that's and then, a really good rule of thumb yeah that's good i mean ideally you just wouldn't follow people like that but you know like you yeah. can't see people in person and like awkwardly yeah like, it's just whatever muting yeah. is makes the life so much life easier. so much easier whatever <laughs> okay as far as like transparency you're someone i feel like who is very transparent how do you like how do you decide what you're gonna post on the internet versus mm-hmm. what you aren't gonna post on the internet like keep to yourself yeah. and this is such a like i don't mean it like oh my gosh like no, I know, you know I what know. i mean yeah. but yeah. so basically i have no issue with sharing mostly everything yeah. that i've ever done unless it has to do with someone else so like I can share about me all day and that's fair and I'm allowed to do that and of course there are some things probably in my life that I haven't shared openly on social media but again I share mostly everything with my friends too so and I feel like that's my like those are my friends I talk to these people every day um but I do cut myself off when it comes to like sharing the business of someone else yeah like when I'm in a relationship for example I I didn't really share for a long time you know until I was like this last one I was with him like for weeks or whatever like I obviously he's gonna be in my stuff if like I'm with him forever um but otherwise it's like not anyone's business what you know the other person is doing they didn't sign up for that it's true (laughs) I did so I'm cool with sharing whatever about myself but um literally down to like bowel movements on the blog because I talk about (laughs) that kind of stuff all the time but I I don't share when it comes to other people's business that's good unless it's like a blogger like another blogger my friend Kristen yeah I share all of her stuff because she like she signed up for that yeah so <laughs> you know, yeah exactly what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's people who get it just in general like mm-hmm. also another thing that I think about often it's like there are certain friends in my life like for me personally there are certain friends in my life that are not on social media who I will post stuff with or will yeah. like it's, oh, it's so hard when you vlog because they're okay with it we've mm-hmm. had a conversation it's fine whatever this is like mostly at my school like I have probably like three friends at my school that I'll vlog with yeah. and that's like it mm-hmm. but also and then they kind of become a character in the vlogs and people love them See, for them I like that I like yeah. bringing in people as a character like I have some people in my life like that but honestly my best friends like my friends from home and all that stuff have really never been any like in anything yeah I've ever done and it's funny because it's like people think that they know you but I'm like these are fixtures in my life yeah. that are not on social media and they not around them enough um yeah. so they're never on it I but, agree I have 
Yeah, and then there's definitely friends that I just don't post with or don't do anything. With Definitely with dating, it's just a little bit weird. For me, I f- also, it's like, I feel like I would, I haven't dated, well, okay, yeah, I have, but I haven't <laughs> dated someone that I would like, I haven't dated in a while, but I haven't dated someone that I would want to post stuff with. Uh Like, I would have to be dating them for a while or it'd be, like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, in-feed posts? No way. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, stories. No, no, no. In a story? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in-feed is a little too serious. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, though, that this, my, my last, the last guy I was dating, I had him in sparingly in my stories um i know i freaked one time, out I'm i shocked. know everyone freaked <laughs> out one time i had him in my story and i got like 68 percent of the people that saw the story clicked on his name wow like what the hell yeah. kind of engagement is that yep I, I like sometimes i'm like wait why don't i not put yeah i know i'm like wait a second people love this <laughs> uh, especially yeah. when it's dating no Just... people love that and i know for me personally because he went to my college too and like that's why i was so like standoffish about sharing it because everyone that follows me from Texas, like that I went to school with or whatever, yeah. knows exactly who he is. Yeah. Um, so I was like really wary of sharing that because I like, I don't know, it's not some random dude that like no one knows. Yeah. You know, there's like <laughs> especially more to yeah it. with people like that, I'm always like very careful. Yeah. When, when the dating thing is happening, especially if you are. Earlier, I was going to say, like, obviously, if they're off social media, like, just not, they don't do it. Yeah. Like, then I'm like, oh, I don't really want, like, I don't know. Also, how many times are you going to see a girl give a guy a complete following and then they Mm -hmm. have, like, making career out of it? Like, it makes me want to throw up. I'm like, (laughs) you're like, I'm not doing this for you. (laughs) That's, like, gross. And it's just, like, they stick around longer than they need to. But also, like, then I'm like, it's easier because I've dated people who have followings Mm -hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, oh, that was easier because we would, like in my case it was like yeah. another vlogger it was easy because we could like do things together or whatever i don't feel that that actually i feel like we're one of the few couples that, that actually did not mm-hmm. end up killing our relationship at all if it was like fun yeah but now now i don't know i think i'd be even more weary with that like i don't if they have another if they have a following of any sort That's for anything i'm like oh wait a second yeah, exactly i didn't want to be like I don't know. He just has like an, he had an online persona, you know, um, a couple of like the last couple guys that I've dated have, and I've just been like, uh, not really dated, like seen, whatever. So I just like keep away from that because you don't want to like wreck what they're doing. either. Like I'd be annoyed if some guy had me in his stories and all that stuff. So there is like a line with the dating thing. There's a line. It's like, if I meet your family and you meet my family and we're actually like together, yeah. then you can be in my Instagram stories. <laughs> maybe when we get married, you can be on the feed. Maybe. Um, but we'll do, like, otherwise, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your wedding, your wedding post would literally be like a photo of your hands in the ring and his I would know. be like in the very corner and it would be your hand. <laughs> really though. It really would. It wouldn't even be a pen. It would just be me in my dress. <laughs> That's like, so thanks. true. It'd be like you with your bridesmaids. <laughs> yes. With freaking Kristen. Just like. Yeah my favorite human no i just like yeah i can't even the idea of dating just in general makes me want to like i don't know how you did it i'm so proud of you oh, i think it worked for us because he was so busy and i was so busy that yeah. like at the, at the end of the day we'd like reconvene yeah but then that's, that's nice. the, also the downfall of it because it's like oh i won't see you for three months <laughs> what okay. do you mean yeah <laughs> this sucks uh, no it's like yeah it's definitely difficult it's also just it's like a weird thing that you even have to like think about this but like you really do mm-hmm. people get so invested i still to this day have people i mean i've like blacklisted this k 
kid's name and like yeah. we still like he's still semi in my life from mm-hmm. whenever i think he has like a calendar i i'm not kidding i think on his phone it's every three months he has an alarm that goes like hey kenzie up running yeah. to kenzie like i'm like you know that i'm gonna be here i know and you never come here like yeah. i'm like you are anyway he does people are weirder than you think. i like wouldn't be sp- i'm we'll probably see him tonight i'm not even kidding it's just like when is if you gonna- do you have to text oh me. i will okay. now we have a lot of like even more mutual friends though so it's like not weird yeah but yeah i think i still from time to time and this has been this hasn't been like done for in my life yeah for like two years three it's been like two years we've been like offline together though for two years people so it's like how do people remember this like it was so long ago i'm like you still watch my videos i guess that's awesome mm-hmm. but i'm like it was so long ago people like they do don't realize remember. that it was like two months ago yeah. sometimes but like i mean I- I've had so many questions recently. Like, where is he? What's he doing? All this stuff. And I'm like, uh. The thing is, also, it's so like, mixed emotions because you're like, I need to share this, but also, yeah. like, do I need, like, yeah, do I need to share this? Too. Like, I And also, I am like, so back and forth on everything all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, we broke up. And yeah. then I actually be like, okay, well, maybe not. You know? Well, yeah. Well, people that have asked me, like, point blank, yeah. Um, cause that's happened before, I've just been like, told, you know, yeah. yeah we're, we're still friends we'll always like be friends we've been friends for years yeah um but it's not working and you can't see someone and they're like oh like they're nice about it everyone's yeah. nice they're not like trying to be rude but it is weird to like have like a responsibility to people because you've shared someone before to yeah. be like this is the story of how this yeah. ended <laughs> they like really feel like like i feel like in the youtube world it's different because people are younger but I mean, my and audience isn't you. younger, like, but they, they really, so well. yeah. And so that's why I feel like it, they were people who were so invested, and there were so many videos, and there were so many, mm-hmm. whatever. And like, wish him the best. Of course, he, yeah, it's fine. But it's like, yeah, it was a lot. But with that being said, I really don't regret putting it online. Like, I no. can look through. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. It's so cool. I can look through like when I like from my 16th birthday vlog on like my pretty much my mm-hmm. whole life obviously there's so many things that aren't yeah, in there yeah. but it's like I can look from like my 16th birthday vlog like my whole entire like first love like mm-hmm. multiple other things like moving to LA like starting college like it's I can look so back cool. on so much of it it's so it's cool it's like the ultimate scrapbook yeah I know that's what I tell my mom yeah, it's, it's cool really awesome. I'm like, I wonder if I'll she was like are you gonna show your kids these videos I'm like they're not gonna want to watch them yeah. <laughs> they're so sick of they're you gonna know? be like ew like, <laughs> yeah. this is so embarrassing why did you talk to a camera yeah <laughs> like, oh. what else, like whatever else is happening yeah in that day and age i can't like, even imagine like what is that gonna be i don't know well, i'm 24 and i'm still like oh my god it's gonna be in 80 years when i have kids yeah no actually i'm like i can't even think about that <laughs> like what will be happening no. I'll be living on mo- the moon no. by then okay let's end off on our favorite um our favorite topic which is texas okay. <laughs> what okay what is your favorite thing about texas uh well immediately obviously my family and stuff Mm -hmm. like that obsessed um i like there's just something about like being able to drive 75 miles an hour to 80 miles an hour on a pretty much empty freeway and it's like beautiful like especially like when the sun is setting texas has the the most beautiful sky and it's just like quiet and beautiful yes and you're just like this is living like this is it's so calm I miss so many things about Texas, though. Beyond so that, like, yeah. the, how easy it is to get everywhere. I miss the people in general. I miss the dudes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not into, like, the L.A. type. Me neither. Um, and my family, yeah. I yeah. miss my family so much. I agree. I love... I Wholesome sounds so ridiculous, but mm-hmm. it's such a wholesome place. Like, yeah. 
for like obviously anywhere you go you're gonna find like bad people whatever well, i will say i had some of the worst times of my life in texas oh too. yeah me too for sure but some of the best also, yes for know? sure and like i still have i am still extremely close to the people i grew up with like yeah. i'm and there's like eight of them and we're all, which is i realize is like not normal. not normal and we all like live across like we all go to different colleges across the u.s like most of us don't even live there anymore but there's just something so like at home and like i feel so peaceful like when i get off the plane mm-hmm. i'm like more relaxed than ever i'm yeah. like at dfw and i'm like oh i love this place mm-hmm. like i'm gonna go talk to my security guard i've talked to since yes. i was six like yes it's just a good place also the food's really good but really bad for you really yeah that's true <laughs> really when i do when i go, go home now i'm like looking around like i cannot believe i ate this yeah for my whole I life I'm like wow i can't believe i'm like how did i not like I'm Way so annoying too pounds. now. I'm like, oh my god, is that gluten free? Is that dairy free? <laughs> my mom's is no GMO. Too. No, my Where mom. Where did you source this from? <laughs> my mom is like highly allergic to gluten, yeah. so she knows all the places. It's, it's very so funny. bad. Do you feel like you meet Texans everywhere you go? Everywhere I go, I meet or someone. like kind of like Midwestern types, yeah. or like so. My best friend here, Kristen, uh-huh. we met at an event. Which when you meet people, meet meet people at events, it's not like you don't fall in love with them yeah. being their best friend. Yeah. You just like meet someone you're like hey like can i like bs for a second and mm-hmm. then you like continue to sip your you know yeah. champagne and like from the little bar, yeah <laughs> yeah so when i met Kristen, we immediately clicked because she's from oklahoma yeah and it's the same type that. of person you know what i mean so like i do find myself always with with midwesterners all of my friends yeah, or texans literally all of my friends here my closest friends are from texas half mm-hmm. of them i knew before a lot of my friends and people i know have like moved here like live here at the time whatever yeah blah 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 but also i'm not kidding like i meet a texan every single day and then i was thinking about this the other day i moved to la to hang out with texans at this yeah. point like i think like, it's like all the time well, honestly, it's so weird the best situation for me would be to live here with the weather and all the yeah. incredible opportunity but be around the people that i like yeah who are, like my friends from home yeah <laughs> like that would be ideal if they were here but i yeah I, i'm Texas forever. It's a great place. I wear my Aggie ring every day in hopes that someone will say something to me <laughs> about how they went to AM. Because I do that all the time. Like, I'll see it on a plane. I'll be like, Did you go to AM? And they like, People love that, you know? It's so funny to me that you went to AM because it's just not, I mean, it is you. Like, yeah. but it's just like, It's like, that was my family. Like, it's yes. like, we've been there for years and years and like, I guess, generations now. But the, the school and the vibe, the college station life. Yeah wasn't necessarily where i thrived yeah it's definitely i mean it's a it's just a very like conservative i guess but not even that that's like i don't know it's just it's funny like Mm -hmm. knowing you and (laughs) picturing you at a&m that's why i I just know the people like i was insane at a&m people were just like what is wrong with that no i don't blame you (laughs) i think about the people i know who go to a&m and then Uh i think about you going to school with them and i'm like no what's funny is like my good group of girlfriends were we were all insane and it was like you know maybe eight of us or so and they're all like badass girls like my best yeah. friend from college is a petroleum engineer That's she so kills cool. it she makes a ton of money and she's so good at it beautiful literally one of the best people you'll ever meet and is fully a psycho like <laughs> we just would go out and go absolutely nuts my other friend is a um, nurse anesthetist yeah so she like is killing it like and she is the same way like you see you catch us on a friday and it's just balls to the wall like we're psycho crazy so it's funny because i'm like with these people that are really killing it and like actual conventional jobs and like going to school and doing really well but they're also like 
insane and we just would take over college station and <laughs> no one knew what was going on <laughs> everyone's like what is happening your college stories you need like a like a talk show just about now with like, wine or something right and, yeah. i think me and kristen were talking about doing like a doing youtube story times like yeah story yeah. times and q a's and stuff and just talking about like just literally like ruining our own lives <laughs> and telling everyone everything that's what i always think about i'm like I have definitely taken a break from my crazy past. I was Mm -hmm. a psychopath back in the day. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I'm like 21. But (laughs) I started young. But I like think about that. If I could share that online, it'd be so funny. But I literally would that's it for me like mm-hmm. i'm like that's bad i'm scared <laughs> okay we've been talking for so long yes. so i'm gonna end this but where can they find you so my blog is called hustle and halcyon.com i love it's, the name again when i when i started i did not know it was gonna be like a thing so i use the word halcyon because i liked it but it's hustle and, and then h-a-l-c-y-o-n.com and then on instagram is peyton sartin and then um youtube you can just search Peyton Sarton that will come up too I love it because I'm a newbie YouTube girl no it's her (laughs) vlogs are awesome your your vlogs are like some of my favorite vlogs to watch I look forward to them I love them (laughs) so check her out guys thank you so much for coming I loved it Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys want, you guys can subscribe. I will be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you soon.